Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about heavy-duty parts that keeps trucks and trailers on the road longer while lowering costs per mile. You know me as the host of the Heavy Duty Parts Report, but did you also know that I am a co-host on a radio show on TNC Radio called Mind Your Trucking Business? Each week we talk on this radio show about how to help people in the trucking industry make their fleets more professional and operate more efficiently. In one of the recent radio shows that we did, there was a clip that I thought was particularly applicable to the listeners of the Heavy Duty Parts Report, and so I wanted to share that with you. That'll be the basis for today's episode. I hope you enjoy it. Let's talk about fuel prices. James, you operate a fleet. You are paying at the pump. And uh, there's been some news that has come out that's going to affect surcharges. So the market is still awaiting an, an update on the data that is the basis for fuel surcharges, which means that we may not see any relief at the pump anytime soon. How are things been going for you, James? How are you handling this this huge increase in fuel expenses? Well, uh, the, the biggest thing we've done is handling is we've, we've got a really good uh, fuel card program. Uh, my fleet is, uh, we are members of Nastic, the, uh, and we use their fuel program and we've been averaging for the size of our fleet. Uh, we've been averaging roughly still about a 52 cent a gallon, uh, discount. But with that being said, it's, it's still, it's, it's constantly rising. And what's really getting frustrating about it is the fact that the department of energy decided about two weeks ago that they were going to change how they calculate the, the surcharge and as far as the average, you know, the national average uh, price of fuel. And it's put them about two to three weeks behind now. And it's, it's really frustrating because when you got carriers that work on contracted freight, or if you're a small carrier and you're running dedicated freight, you, you can't, you can't compensate accurately for that, that fuel surcharge. You're kind of stuck in limbo. Um, as far as the, the pain that we're seeing, you know, for across our fleet, which is the end of the month. And I was looking at some reports and stuff right before we, the show is, is that for this month, that today's the last day of the month, my fleet is costing us 85 cents a gallon or 85 cents a mile for, for fuel. Um, and that's pretty significant. And that's, that's pretty significant when you get out here and you're running. Um, I know for the truck that I operate part time, if I go to top the tanks off, it costs me $1,200. The pump shot shuts off at $999.99 every time, and I'm still not full of fuel. So it's, uh, and for those that don't have a good fuel program, it's definitely, definitely painful for them, you know, and, and a lot of companies are going out of business based on the rising cost of fuel. 
Yeah, you make a good point, James, because retail prices have remained stubbornly sticky. Um, sonar shows that since the recent high of five dollars and eighty two or sorry, five dollars and eighty five cents per gallon on June twenty second, the average national retail price on diesel has only come down to get this five dollars and eighty two cents. So we've only seen a three cent drop uh, at the at the retail price level. So if you don't have a good deal, and even if you have a good deal, I mean, yeah, you might be getting a discount, but a discount on what? This all time record high fuel prices. So no matter what, you're paying at the pump. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna pay it regardless. It's just at this point, you know, a good fuel program is nothing more than a, you know, kind of the ability to take a little bit of a breath, but you're still paying it. Um, and, and what's made it even harder is that the rates are not following the fuel rates where before the, the rates were following the fuel, but they, they kind of sustained and, and they're holding. Um, and of course it's, it's all, it's all cyclical kind of with the scenario that this industry is in all the way from the supply chain crunch to, you know, the law, obviously the 85. And then here we are talking about fuel and, and it's just why. There's no real good answer because when you look at the price of fuel on the stock market, you know, for crude, it's like yeah, that doesn't make sense why it keeps going up when it's doing, you know, doing what it does daily at the fuel on the on the world market. Yeah, and it's and it's all supply and demand. I mean, inventories right now. Um, for the first time since January are now above 30 days, which means in North America right now, we have fuel reserves in excess of 30 days. And that's the first time since January. Um, you know, in Alberta, where I live here in Canada, the, our province just released their budget. We were at an $18 billion deficit in the middle of the pandemic. And we just reported a $4 billion surplus all of that $18 billion deficit has been recovered by the province. We have a $4 billion surplus. This is all at the expense of everyday people and the commercial uh, vehicles that operate inside the trucking industry because we've paid a massive price. Um, and, and a lot of oil companies and, and even some of the states and provinces that rely on, on energy, uh, they're, they're taking a windfall right now and, and having record profits. So the good thing is, is that. The demand uh, is is coming down because the the supply is going up, and we need to see that continue. Oh, absolutely! I mean, it's there. Yeah, I mean, everything you just said is spot on. You know, and and there are things that certain you know the administration of the country is trying to do, which you know when you work the math out, it's it's not going to do anything but save people like seven dollars over the course of of. A, of 90 days if they do enact the uh the fuel tax program where they don't charge it for 90 days it's, it's like an average of seven bucks that's not really going to help but what it is going to do is it's still going to allow the oil companies and the powers to be to, to continue to rise raise the price um there's yeah. also talk about uh governor newsom in california he's talking about sending people a thousand dollars for to assist with gas which that's really not going to do nothing but increase even more inflation, you know, just print money out of thin air. And it's going to obviously still open the door for oil companies to continue to raise the price because there's money that could be spent at their pumps. The good thing, you know, the good thing in all of this is U.S. oil production is up to 12.1 million barrels per day. That's the highest level since the final week of April in 2020, just when the pandemic was starting. So 
that is that is the good news because we are back to pre-pandemic levels which which in the in the long term we would hope would bring these prices down we need this we need this relief not not in a month not in 6 uh months from now we need it right now oh absolutely we do i mean if not there's going to be companies that are going to continue to go out uh i mean i think it was in may in the month of may alone there were over 9,000 small carrier authorities that were reported to have either put their authorities dormant or just gone out of business. That is, and, and if that's, that's significant because you don't know the number of trucks that either one of those have, but the main reason for over 80% of those was the rising cost of fuel and they just couldn't afford it. So if this trend does continue, you're gonna, it's going to continue to hamper this industry. Continue to do it. Tom, we haven't had a chance to hear from you. What have you been hearing from your from your uh, perspective with TNC Radio? You're operating that. You're talking to a lot of people in the trucking industry. Well, it's the same kind of thing. I mean, it's massively frustrating for for all of them at, at, at this point. And uh, everybody keeps saying, you know, here's the struggle. I want to give you guys some good news here and say, help is on the way. Here's here's what's going to happen. But as you just pointed out, there's nothing really serious on the table right now today, and we need the relief right now today. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, 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 uh, oh, yeah. You, you know, we, we like to, on this program, think that, uh, you know, we're, we're going to come up with, you know, the, the positive side of the news and the, you know, here's the good things that you can, you know, like, like we were doing last week with the, uh, cybersecurity, you come, come away with some things that you can actually do that that will make a difference. Tom, there is something that everyone can do. You gotta, you gotta start talking to your representatives. You need to be in communication. The entire industry needs to talk to our representatives. They have to be made to understand what role trucking plays in society and how important it is, what our struggles are, and what the solutions we need. It's one proactive thing that we can do. And, and really, you know, just like with right to repair in the parts industry that I work in, um, you know, you've got to talk to your representatives and, and we need more of the federal and state representatives to be able to back the trucking industry. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I mean, it's, it, it is, it's actually finally important, not just for people in this industry, but just for everyday other people, you know, to do, please talk. Cause I mean, the reality of it is this, is that there are, there are murmurs of a possible shutdown of a possible strike, you know, and then of course, with people just, you know, uh, through attrition, just going out of business because they can no longer afford it. The reality of it is this, is that it, it could get to a point that three days, all it takes is three days of this industry being seriously restricted and the country is in, in jeopardy. Something that, I mean, just it is. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't have a heavy duty part number and need to look up a part? Go to parts.diesellaptops.com or download the app on Apple or Android to create your free account. Looking for high-quality fuel injection for heavy-duty applications? Having one supplier for fuel injection allows you to better serve customers by providing them with a complete line, which increases your sales and profitability. Learn more at ambacinternational.com aftermarket. 
So our commitment to all of you listeners um, is that we want to provide you with practical things that you can do to overcome some of these big issues. You know, Tom, in the in the long term, it seems to me that fuel prices have to come back down. They just have to. But what is your viewpoint on when we might see some relief at the pump? Um, seeing that there's no real action going on right now to relieve it, I'm an optimist. Okay, I'm a gla- I'm, I'm a glass half full kind of guy. I don't see any relief coming for months because we're not doing the things that we need to do to get the stuff to to come down. I do like that. Some of the futures markets are looking a little bit better, but that that again takes a while to translate to issues. Uh, you know, to, those things don't translate today to the relief we need today. While while I'm a optimist, half glass half full right now, the the rest of the class isn't going to fill up here for months. Uh, you know, this is uh, the halfway through the year. If if we see significant relief. Uh, between now and September 1st and diesel prices, I would be stunned, happily stunned. But I, I don't see that happening in in the next three months, uh, at least. One thing I wanted to uh, talk about with the, the diesel prices, I mean, if there's nothing we can do there, then we can make our trucks more efficient. So there's a couple of things that you can do. If your truck has a diesel emission system, everything 2007 and after does, uh, one of the most important things that I can recommend is making sure that your diesel emission system, including your DPF filter, is kept clean, kept as clean as possible. Um, there's a there's a solution out there for decarbonization of both your engine and your, your emission system that's available through a company called Decarb. Uh, you could check that out. You want to make sure that uh, when your DPF filter comes out and you have it clean, that you have the entire system inspected because it might be that your SCR or your other components in the system need to have a bit of service done and and perhaps even cleaned as well. So there's keeping that truck on the maintenance side as, as right up to date is very, very important. And, you know, things like the cleaning doesn't require parts replacement. So it's not going to tap into that supply chain issue that we're talking about. And then the other thing that I would, I would say just on the, the maintenance side for fuel is there are some products for aerodynamics that are, are very low cost that can make a, a significant difference. We're talking as much as two to 5% on your fuel economy. So, uh, you know, look into that. We, there, there's a couple products like the Ecofin is a very cheap, uh, product that has a really great engineered backed solution to lower emission costs, um, or sorry, fuel costs in total. It actually disrupts the vortex around the vehicle and kicks the air out, makes the vehicle more aerodynamic. And it is something that's, that you can actually install yourself. So there's several things like that. By all means, anytime you want some help on that, side of it, you want some ideas, reach out to me directly because I uh, would be happy to provide you with introductions to some of the products and people that I know in the industry to help you get those uh, fuel costs down. I know I know. right now spending a little bit of money to save money seems almost counterproductive, but it might be the only way to provide you with a little bit of relief on your fuel prices. So we can talk more about that in the future. But again, by all means, reach out to me directly uh, anytime for advice on products and uh, introductions to people that can help you. How can people reach out to you, Jamie? 
So the best way is to go over to heavydutypartsreport.com. That's my website for my show, but it also has all my contact info and social media links. So that way you can get a hold of me. And you could also email me at jamie at heavydutypartsreport.com. HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the Independent Parts and Service Channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash Pride and let the heart of the Independent Service Channel take care of your commercial equipment.